There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. All right, what's up, you filthy animals? I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Kelly Bidlin is here as well, and we have... A new episode of Hardwood Handicappers here on TAP. Short card today in the NBA. We'll get to that momentarily. Uh, But I, as usual, do kind of want to go back to last night and uh, bring up another topic that um, is one we've talked about a little bit here before. But before we do that, Kelly, what's going on? How's the day? How you feeling? What's up, man? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I was... uh... I'm glad to talk about last night with you. I'll be honest, I didn't watch a single game. I was out at at the Venetian for some... uh... Uh, new show opening uh, that was going on there, so it was uh, it was an interesting night. It was a late night. Uh, I don't I don't even remember the name of it. So it's at Voltaire though the new like the new like showroom and club area that they've yeah. got going on over there. So they uh, they they went. Kylie Minogue's going to be there regularly, but they'll have a regular show going like five days a week. So it was like the opening night mm-hmm. of that. Uh, went out there with our good buddy Matt Brown. Um, so we caught that, uh, and, uh, it was, uh, it was great. It was a great experience, but I missed, I missed all the NBA last night for the most part. You know, Kyla Minogue is one of those people that I know the name without a doubt, but if you were to show me like seven photos in a lineup and tell me uh-huh. what to pick out Kylie Minogue, I would not have a shot. I don't think I would know. You should probably take the time sometime this afternoon to go through a few pictures of Kylie. Minogue. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now. It does. I will say your adventures last night, you, you know, the other last week, was it last week? You, you, you threw an accusation at me, which I actually, I enjoyed, uh, which was, I think you called me the most social VEASAN host, like at the oh, network. One of them. Yeah. For yeah sure. One yeah, of them. Yeah. You're um, up there. I, I, yeah. The other day. So I think who, I don't know who told me this, but I think there's somebody told me that one of the producers might've slipped in, in the back room, but like, Oh, JVT, I think he used to party back in the day. Like there's a, there's a mindset that I like to maybe go out there and like, yeah, you know, and maybe I did back in the day, but I, I bring this up because you know, you, your Vegas nightlife thing sparked this in me. And I asked this question um, of Arash Markazi, who is a, uh, a media member who does a lot of work around LA and Las mm-hmm. Vegas. Uh, the sporting tribune is one of the companies that he started. And I do ESPN Las Vegas uh, in the afternoon drive host part-time for our audience, maybe who doesn't know that. And so I asked him yesterday, essentially, all right, when the Super Bowl gets here, the week of, do I like go out and try to attend some of these parties? Like, should we try to get into these places and experience mm, this? Yeah, I guess or, I haven't even thought about that side. Yeah, that. Or, yeah. or like, or like as a local, do I do the local thing of just avoiding all of these tourist traps and whatnot? Like, if I can get in for free, 
you know, I'll, I'll right. bring my wife along. We'll go check it out. But I, I don't know, man. Like part of me really wants to going back to the, the accusation of me being kind of being a party animal. There is somewhere deep inside of me that wants to go to like every single one of these things. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and then there's yeah, another yeah. part of me that if I missed out on every one of them was just a radio row all week, I'd be fine with that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I hadn't really thought about that side of it yet. Cause yes, we have like a lot of work we're going to be doing obviously down there, but, um, yeah, I've gotten to that point in my life of the, it, it, you know, if I can, I like spending time with, with people I like to spend time with, you know what I mean? So sometimes those mass events, you're just like, I'm just like, I, 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 I uh, in 45 minutes, I'm going to be driven nuts. Like, let me just get out of here. You know what I mean? But you know what, JFT, I would love to go hang out with you. At there we go. Places. All like right. That. So there we go. We'll go party together. I'm a, I'm a drinking hand. That's button, right. Just like collar open. I'm just beating the beat. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't beat the beat up, man. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly who I am. Um, oh, all right. I like it. So I'm, I'm a little, I mean, I'm not a party animal, but I enjoy, I enjoy a night out or two. And I know I, I enjoy being inebriated here and there. Let's just uh, we'll put it that yeah. way. Hell yeah. Um, who doesn't? Who do- well, there's probably a shitload of you out there. Maybe you're even listening to this podcast. All right, so let's tie this into last night. Um, I don't know really how to make the clever segue. Generally, I'm pretty good at these, but uh, I've got nothing. Um, I like listening to club music, but you won't find jazz music in clubs. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. The jazz didn't play yesterday, so that was a terrible segue. What I wanted to bring up was this. So I was watching last night, Brooklyn and Portland, and you don't need to watch the game, Kelly, to like understand where I'm going with this. I know I texted you guys in the group chat. Um, as the Portland Trailblazers got the outright win as seven point underdogs on their home floor to the Brooklyn Nets, and yeah, you did scare me scare me with that text because I ended up oh, on that side. So you weren't so you weren't watching then, right? Because yeah, I wasn't one, watching. I was out, but I was I I bet it. Like I said yesterday, if any of those right. guys, you know, if Simons uh, Simons or Brogdon to go, I was going to be joining you on that side. So yeah, I was on there. Oh, Kelly, you should have been scared. So it's a good thing you didn't watch. So at the end of the third quarter. It's like a one-point game with about three or four minutes left in the third quarter. And Anthony Simons goes to the bench, right? And they put, they throw out the backups. And so what they're doing now with Scoot Henderson is there, which they should be. They're allowing him to run the offense when Anthony Simons is not out there. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, it was terrible. <laughs> like, there was a point where at the end of the third quarter, a one-point game in favor of Portland turned into a nine-point game in favor of Brooklyn. And I thought, like, oh, this is it. Like, this is where they're going to start to pull away here. The offensive possessions with Scoot Henderson on the floor were so bad. Like, there were multiple possessions where even my wife, who was watching the other one, was like, what are they doing? Because there was like a full 24-second possession where Scoot takes it across half court. They kind of do this, like, junior high weave up front, right, at the top of the key, and then they give it back to Scoot, and then he just dribbles the ball on the right wing, Kelly. I counted 11 seconds oh of no moving. Nobody doing anything. Scoot wasn't even like jab stepping and like probing and seeing what the guy was. No, he was just sitting there kind of like looking around, waiting for somebody to do something. It was incredible. And like that was kind of the theme of these offensive possessions. So I thought I wanted to take two things away from that game. The, the smaller point was I understand why maybe like there is some growing pains here with Scoot and this Portland Trailblazers team, why there was some hesitancy maybe from Chauncey Phillips to really give this whole thing over to Henderson. And we'll see if maybe they start to do that at the end of the year. But my bigger point that I wanted to bring you in on was clearly Chauncey was right about that. Yeah, I know. And I want because I complained about it at the beginning of the year. And I, I think he I think there were some things that he was right about because Henderson does have these flashes and these moments, but he doesn't look really good. Right. But the yeah. bigger point that I wanted to bring up was when Henderson went out, Anthony Simons comes in, they close this game out, they go on to win it. Right. Portland Trailblazers win the game outright. And it's just part of this weird season that we've been having, Kelly, where 
I don't think the market has a good read on, on these teams. You know, we watch Brooklyn open up five and a half, get up to seven. And you and I talked about this on this podcast yesterday. I'm like, I don't know what I'm watching. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know what's happening. That stink. They've covered only four out of the last 18 games. Now it's four out of the last 19. They have not been very good. I don't understand why the market would move in this direction. And we've had this conversation so many times where it's like the people that shape the market, I don't know what they're looking at. And this is not one of those, hey, we're smarter than them. It's just such a unique season where up to this point, Kelly, I and I want to go back and track. And this is going to take a lot of data work. So I'm going to start to work on this. But just licking my finger, testing the wind, and kind of going through my memory, this is a, a notable season that has stuck out because I think the market moves have been incorrect more often than they have been correct. Um, I've never, per- personally for my bets, I, can nev- I can't remember a season in recent memory that I've had more, more move against me that I've, end up, that I've ended up right on. Right. To your point. So I I don't know that that's, you know, like, yeah, like you said, it, it's something you'd have to dig into. I don't know if that's the, you know, if, that, if that's actually the case for the vast majority of games. But, you know, we brought that up when I feel like last week we spent a good amount of time on that. But it was, I mean, it was like a month, like a month straight, maybe even more. And, and it's still happening to me. But like, it's it's blowing my mind. Like, I, I, I it, it got in my head, honestly, for a week or two. Not that it, not that it made me hesitate betting at all. And I know I, I know I talked about this I think last week, but because I was winning them, winning them, it, it like kind of yeah. like it was there like on on a streak with a lot of these that were moving kind of heavily against me. You know, it didn't make me it do, didn't make me dial back my betting at all. But man, was it in my head? You know what I mean? Where you're just like, man, time and time again, this is going against me. And and, and yeah, l- luckily, luckily was winning. Um, yeah, I think just really quick going back to that game, that was that was the number one. Uh, you know, game that just jumped out to me yesterday. Yesterday was just those injury concerns. It's just, I mean, for you to be laying seven points, six and a half points on the road in the NBA, like I almost don't care who the opponent is. Like you've got to be at a particular level of team that I just, I don't know who could watch the Brooklyn Nets of the past month and think that. Yep. No, I, I was, I was surprised by that. And, you know, yesterday we did get an example of it too. Uh, right where we saw Atlanta get a little bit of money. The market moved in their favor. They barely got by. They needed the DeJounte Murray final shot to get that thing, Atlanta, Orlando, uh, 106-104. And I'll just put it in again. I'm going to do the research on this. So if anybody out there is like, you guys don't know, trust me, I'm just kind of guessing at this. It just seems anecdotal at this point. But it seems it's it's happening enough where I'm taking note of it, and it's happening enough where in past years, Kelly, when I would make bets, put out the article, and the market moved against me, I would be like, damn. Like, I would feel terrible, right? I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I might be on the wrong side of this thing. This year, when I put in the Mets and, and you know, put up the article and the market moves against me, I just kind of go, all right. Like, right, unless, yeah. it's an, yeah. unless it's an injury, right, that I'm on the wrong side of, if the market moves against me this year, it just seems to be one of those things where I just, it just doesn't register to me. I'm like, all right, all right, well, let's see. <laughs> you know right, yeah, I mean? yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, again, I would be, I would be far more concerned. I'm actually a little worried about if it was just a few more losses on some of those bigger bet games, how much it actually might be affecting my season then overall because of of how it starts screwing with my head. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if that happened a month ago, six weeks ago, I think my season could be completely off the rails. Like just because yep. I think I would, I would start, I would have started staying away from some of those games, thinking I was wrong, and you know, over over the period, all those. Some of those bets that I won, I, obviously I wouldn't have played. Yep. Yeah. So just interesting. Again, this isn't it a pat is, us yeah. on the back and and you know and um, what's it called? 
and um, talk about how great we are. It was just more of those, just an interesting observation. We should also note, too, before we take our break and move on to the other games, um, that the Golden State Warriors have postponed a yeah, second game. So they were supposed to take on the Golden State Warriors, oh, wow. on, or excuse me, the Dallas Mavericks on Friday. That is not going to be the case. That one's going to be postponed as well. That obviously is uh, the ramifications of Coach Milojevic's uh, passing the other day. So we don't want that to happen. And as we noted yesterday in the podcast, we came back and I recorded the quick hit at the top. You know, while we recorded yesterday, we did not have the news that he had passed away. So once again, we want to extend our condolences to uh, the family and the Golden State Warriors in general, because that's tough to have a loss like that. And it seems like it's affecting the team because they are, again, postponing one more game. So the Warriors will have two games uh, to make up for this season. I want to take a break really quickly before we get into the card for tonight, because, again, it's really short, only about five games, and I've only got two bets. Uh, I put together a little something, Kelly, and uh, I got a couple of notes out of it, and I want to see what you think. It's nothing crazy, just a little fun, all right, that we're going to have on the other side. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. So every year about this time, Kelly, I do the same thing for the NBA. I put together my NBA win total tracker. Uh, so ah. I start to track you know, the win totals uh, for these teams to see where we're at, right? How close we are, how far away we are. And a couple of stuck out. And I just wanted to get, you know, just, just mention them and then talk about maybe where we're at with some of our win totals and how we're feeling about them. Uh, but the three notes that really stuck out to me as I put the sheet together, it was three Western Conference teams. Golden State Warriors, Kelly, speaking of them, um, as the season gets a little bit tougher, they need to finish the season 32-10 and 10 or better to surpass their win total of 49.5. Ain't going to happen there. Yeah, so, so if you've got a Golden State Warriors win total, I think you're feeling pretty good. Uh, on the inverse, the Houston Rockets, oh, how about God. this? This one's – I figured because this one's you. They have to finish 30 – or excuse me, 12 and 30 or worse to go under their win total. So for you, you need them to go 13 and 29 or better over the last course of the season to get over that win total. I think you can do that. Well, I appreciate your support, but I actually don't have a Rockets ticket. Oh, I think I'm, I think you're gonna move. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, I, I don't have a, I don't have a Rockets win total now. I know that Matt Humans does. So Matt Humans okay. on on path there to get that. And the last one, because this is the team that had some expectations, but their season has fallen apart. Uh Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, these are some of like the bigger discrepancies. Same thing as the Warriors, Kelly. They need to go thirty one oh, and eleven yeah. over the last forty two games to surpass their win total. So uh sorry, Memphis Grizzlies win total over betters. You're kind of hooked. You're, you're, smoked. Do you, you're done. Do you have these numbers for you have these numbers for everybody? Yeah. What do you want? All right. Give me give me nuggets. I mean, a lot of win totals I know we share. Yep. Uh Denver Nuggets to surpass their win total of 54 and a half need to finish the season 27 and 13 or better. Okay. 
So well, right I'm on under 53 and a half. Yep. So 54 and a half. I'm under 53 and a half as well. So that would be, uh, let me do the math here real quick. 26 and 13. All right. That, that's doable. Yep. Yep. We're, I think we're good there. Calves over 50 and a half. We're both on that one, right? That one's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, you need to finish the season 26 and uh, 17 or better. So it's not out of this world, but it's, you know. Yeah, people, that's not going to be easy. And I think people hear that and go, it's only nine games over. Like, no, that's a lot over the course of right? Right, talking yeah. about 41 <laughs> games. You know, it's a pretty good stretch. So we'll see. Big win yesterday uh, because Giannis got scratched with the shoulder injury. But, yes, yeah, so 26 and 17 or better for the Cleveland Cavaliers. All right. How about the Chicago Bulls? Chicago Bulls need to go nine or let's go. You want the under. So let's go with 38 uh, and a half. Yeah. Under yep. 38 and a half. So they need to go 19 and 21 or worse the rest of the way. Okay. I can see that happening. Yeah. I think that's perfectly plausible. Now that 10 and that uh, they went on like an eight and three run at the, like from the end of November, beginning of December, maybe that gets us eventually. The one that I found interesting, cause I think you're in on me with this too. Um, Raptors. No. Yeah. Like even though they, so they're, they, they sold off, but this thing's going to be a sweat. I think um, that's so my for us, too. I don't know yep. about you, but that's my biggest win total, but yeah. For we need them to go 20 and 21 the rest of the way or worse to get under that win total. So <laughs> I think that's doable, right? They got a big I win yesterday. Yeah. Absolutely blew them out. And especially now with the new look roster, now that Siakam's gone, now that OG Ananobi's gone, there's the potential there. Emmanuel quickly and RJ Barrett have made them better than I thought that they were going to be. So that's kind of tough. And I think it's plausible that there are 500 team the rest of the way. So I think that one's going to be a, a little bit of a sweat. I think we nailed it, obviously, that they were going to sell. But the um, it's still going to be a little bit sweaty. It's exactly that. So, sorry, I'm going to pat ourselves on the back for a bit. We, we nailed this handicap at the beginning of the season. Right. I don't know that, kind of like you just hinted at, though, wasn't expecting them to get back the pieces in return, I guess, yeah. that they yeah, did yeah. to play right away. I thought it was going to be all draft capital. Exactly, yeah. So, this, so yes, the current construction of the team, I, I, I think I was planning on being it actually being a little worse, even though – even though we predicted the trades kind of correct, uh, correctly, right. so that was yeah, that was going to be a sweat. The rest uh, of my some, win, the rest of my win totals are looking like easy winners or easy losers. Thunder yeah. over forty two wins, that should be easy. Yeah, they uh, need to go uh, seventeen and twenty five or better, so you're going to be good there. Hawks over forty two and a half, <laughs> and uh, how about Pistons <laughs> over <laughs> over twenty seven and a half, baby? <laughs> Do you th- let me see. Let's see. Do you think that they can finish the season twenty four and seventeen? No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, that one's uh, that one's gonna be tough. Uh, Detroit really let a lot of us down here. Thought they were. I, lo- I love that that was the final win total bet I made too. Like before the season yeah. started, where I was like, it's like one I think we had discussed and I had been thinking about for a long time. Did waited to pull the trigger, waited to pull the trigger, waited. I don't know what finally pushed me over the edge, but something did. Yep. Uh, and also, it should be noted, too, uh, the last note on these win totals. Again, and I have this, by the way, I tweeted it out. I have a Google Doc, so if you guys want to go and oh, look great. at it. Oh, great. Yeah, that's good yeah, stuff. It's open for everybody to go and check it out if they want to. Um, Minnesota is going to, looks like, cash their win total. They need to go 15 and 27 or better the rest of the way to cash their win total over. So good start okay. to the season for the Minnesota Timberwolves. We got a big win over the Detroit Pistons yesterday. Pistons were feisty yesterday. So, mm-hmm. you know, they got that going on. They got that going on. All right. Let's uh, start on this card, and uh, let's talk about the games that we have. Uh, we'll run through these uh, pretty quickly because there's really not much, and I've only got two bets today, and unfortunate that uh, there will be some violence on the show. We'll talk about that momentarily. Washington on the road against the New York Knicks. 
Uh, right now, current number, I should probably have this up right now, uh, New York Knicks, uh, let's see, lay at 11 and a half total at multiple spots ranging from 234 and a half to 233 and a half at Madison Square Garden. So I will say this yet again. Uh, for a team like Washington, Kelly, I have been betting them somewhat frequently, I, you know, as much as you can for a bad team. <laughs> uh, me too, I feel yeah. like. But but I, I want them in certain situations. You know, I want them at home uh, catching these large amount of points, not on the road. Um, and it's funny because on the road, they've actually done a lot better. They're 13-8-1 away from home this season. Uh, but in recent, you know, in recent examples, that's kind of where I've been making my hey, home versus Brooklyn, home versus Atlanta, you know, catching those sort of numbers against beatable opponents. Yeah. That's where I've been focusing on with Washington here against New York, uh, who likes to be a bully, who likes to beat up on bad teams. And when they smell blood in the water, they'll go ahead and cover numbers and, you know, not run it up because that's you know, negative, but they'll score and they'll keep going. I don't think I want to get in front of the train here with the Washington Wizards. So this was an easy pass for me. I think uh, completely understand your Wizards reasoning. That's I think the I think you just nailed the couple times that I bet bet on them too recently. Those two games uh, on the Wizards side, I, I I actually did bet. I bet them here. I bet them here. And this is um, big rest differential uh, equation here. You got th- uh, two days off for the Wizards, three and four in a back to back for New York uh, coming into this game. Completely hear you because I think that's where I've been mainly looking to bet this. You feel a lot more team, a lot more comfortable betting a team like this at home against it against opponents, right? When we when you brought up Atlanta and Brooklyn, teams that we still think are being a little bit overvalued by the market. So we thought there was even more value there. Completely understand why you're laying off. This is a smaller bet for me, but I did take the twelve points with it. All right, cool, like it. Uh, totally understand the logic too. Uh, all right, we got to ruin the uh, good vibes, and now the latest addition to the Hardwood Handicapper soundboard that Kelly will not understand the reference to. But Zach, (laughs) Cohen, and I, oh boy, going head to head. Do you understand that one? No, it sounds like, uh, I mean, it sounds like Mario or something. uh, No, it it sounds like, uh, sounds like Space Invaders. Okay, now you're getting old. Uh, That is the sound, that is the sound that plays. (laughs) Yeah, you went the the wrong direction. Um, That is the sound that plays when you are challenged to a Pokemon battle. In Pokemon. Oh yeah, I yeah, had no yeah, shot yeah. at that. I know yeah, it yeah, sounds like the like Mario when Mario dies or something, right? Doesn't it like yeah, it's like a that. similar sound to that? What, I think what you're right like on is this is so this is the, what they call it the generation one or the first generation, the one that I grew up on. Uh, it is that you know old school pixel two bit like you know kind of sound. So okay, there you go. And this where, go. is this where they throw a pokeball at each other, That's right? And, yep. like, we're, we're battling or whatever. Okay, yep, gotcha. we're battling. We're battling here, Zach and I battling. Uh, head to head. Uh, yeah. I was wondering where this was going because I was like, I, do, I definitely don't have a bet on whatever game we're talking about. Actually. No, this is me and Zach, <laughs> and I was hoping Zach could be here, but he's not. So uh, I'll have to do everything on my own in terms of analysis. But the Chicago Bulls taking on the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I am on the Toronto Raptors. The Bulls are being supported by one Zach Cohen. And I will start with my analysis because Zach's on here and you don't get any time. Um, look, Toronto is like the way I put it, right? The magic seemingly wore off. I think we talked about it yesterday, right? I was like, well, I think we're kind of at the point where it's probably not worth it betting on Toronto anymore. They're taking on Miami. Uh, I just want to sit back now. I feel like I've gotten all the juice out of this thing, I think is the way that I put it. And then they go and just wipe the floor with Miami yesterday. Yeah. 121 to 97, offensive rating of 132.2 in non-garbage time. This team looked absolutely tremendous. They are now 6-3 and three against the spread in the nine games since the trade and since R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly made their debut. And while we probably might near, they like might be near the time to jump off the train, Mission Impossible style, 
I don't think that I'm going to get right back on. I, like I'm ready for like one more ride before I leap off here. And part of it is because of the opponent. And, uh, you know, I call for those who have listened to this show in the past, I call Matt or I call Zach our, our matador, right? Cause he was our bulls whisperer. He yeah. uh, had that run where, as I mentioned, the bulls would eight and three straight up 10 and one against the spread over a you know 11 game stretch starting at the end of November. And Zach was all over it. And yeah, Zach was, was on at least half of those games. Yes. Yeah. He did a very good job, but I do think that there, I think that that has kind of cooled down. I think it's very clear now over the last 12 games, but I think the market has not caught up with that over the last 12 games since that 11 game run, Chicago six and six straight up four, seven, one against the spread. They've been outscored by 4.3 points, every 100 possessions. Um, they have failed to cover by 4.1 points per game. I, I think that we're just kind of at a point now where the market has refused to adjust on Chicago cooling off the way that they had gone over those 11 games with Toronto. I still get a team that's going to be able to get up and down the floor. That's playing very well. And while this might be second leg of a back-to-back third game in four nights, all three of those games have come at home, Kelly. They've been home since, uh, what are we talking about here, last Friday. And yeah. for a team like this that just put their roster together, it cannot be understated. The practice time and the time you get to spend together now that you're at home and not having to move locations all of the time, at least for the last six days. So I think this is a spot to come in here, take one more crack at it. I bet Toronto on the money line here at plus 110. I think it's playable to even money. But Zach and I going head to head here because he is on Chicago uh, minus two, and it's a big, it's a two unit play for Zach Cohen. So we're going, Ooh, okay. we're duking it out here. Um, I will, uh, I, I, I will weigh in. I guess I do have a slight lean to the Chicago side, but that is more from just all the, you know, all the turnover and turmoil, obviously with the Raptors roster that's going on currently. I'm wondering if that's, uh, uh, you know, the basis mainly for, uh, for Zach's play on Chicago. Um, it's just, you, 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 when you talk about removing a guy like Pascal Siakam, it, it, it changes everything with the team of just what his usage rate is. And it, uh, you know, I think really that team's going to have to, uh, you know, learn and they're going to learn quick of how to play a complete, uh, with a completely new unit, completely, you know, maybe even different, a little bit different style as well, mm-hmm. um, with Siak, with Siak and what he brings to the table. So, um, I think even as, especially after that result from, uh, from last night, it, it made me, uh, it made me want to go towards the Chicago side a little bit more, but this was a pretty easy pass for me. Not feeling great. Not feeling great. No, no, what to say. Hey, you, you, Hey, you found, uh, you found some value in it. So I'm defeated. I am defeated. All right, next up, let's see if you're going to be with me here or against me. Oklahoma City Thunder on the road against the Utah Jazz. We're looking at a three-and-a-half-point spread across the board uh, with the total floating around 244, 243.5, depending on where you look. Uh, and this is another one of the bets for me tonight, Kelly. Uh, I did it. I laid it with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I think they're going to come in here and end this run that the Jazz were on. They've won and covered their last six games. Uh, they're doing it in a dominant fashion. However, and I go back to, again, the game was unfortunately postponed yeah. uh, for Golden State in Utah, so we didn't get to test this theory. But this is an extension of that, which is I think that the Jazz are a team like at the peak of their rating. And it's interesting because I think both of these teams might be, right? You're talking about the best cover team in the NBA versus the Utah Jazz who are on a very hot run here and the apple of everybody's eye. But I just kind of came back to one point that kept sticking with me, which is if you're looking at this in terms of just a three-point spread to tell me that Oklahoma City Thunder – the third choice in the Western Conference, the team that is contending for an NBA Finals championship, that is competing for the one seed in the West, that is power rated amongst some of the best teams in the NBA, is only about five points better on a neutral than Utah. I get that the Jazz have been playing very well. I get that they're at home, but I just think that this is a number that's too good to pass up for me. And the way I put it too, 
if I got to, if I got to test this theory against Utah, if I get to do it with Shea Gilgis Alexander and Chet Holmgren and the Oklahoma City Thunder, I don't think there's any better team to kind of test that theory with than than OKC. So I laid it with the Thunder. Yeah, I uh, I did as well. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Do uh do we straight up just not have any type of injury report at all on this game? By the way, no. Nope, okay. clean report for the Oklahoma City Thunder because <laughs> I just went to, to like point, three different sites to double check that. I was like, how am I not seeing anything? So um, to your point, I, when you click on the injury report, usually if there if uh, if there's an injury report you're waiting for, it'll say OKC not yet submitted. Uh, that is not there. No, it is a clean injury okay. report for Oklahoma yeah. City. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, for both teams, right? I didn't think I saw anything for Utah either. No, Utah's. I mean, they they have a bunch of on the official injury report. They list their G League guys. So yes, it is a clean injury okay. report for Utah as well. Like they have okay. five guys listed as out, but they're all G League dudes. <laughs> it was the only thing that was kind of throwing me this uh, this morning. But um, yeah, I did play it. I uh, um, you know this is another I guess smaller play for me to not only because only only because JVT we're talking about we are talking about an extended road trip for OKC. You're going into altitude. Mm-hmm. I do have some. SGA hurts questions still going on in my mind, which I hope I'm overthinking because God, I love watching him play and this Thunder team play. The one thing that you, you hit on almost everything except for one thing to me, it was you and I were about to be heads up in that game last night. And that was more, not that I really disagreed with your angle against the jazz. It was more that I could not get there on that golden state warriors team. Sure. And now you're tell and now you're telling me that these are that we're looking at uh what comparable numbers here right to what that game was lined uh last night uh no I mean the uh no the Jazz were laying it in that game never mind I screwed that oh, yeah. completely yeah, yeah, yeah uh but yeah like I mean I have Oklahoma City rated way higher than what Golden State was yeah I flipped those numbers in my notes mm-hmm. um like I have Golden I have Oklahoma City rated way higher right now than what that Golden State team is way more than the six the seven points or whatever the, the difference is uh between the, between that numbers or, or between those numbers so um yeah that was that was the one that kind of stuck out to me where yes I know we're talking about an an, an additional day's rest for the Jazz now that they didn't have to play that game last night, but you prepped for a game last night, everything gets thrown out of whack. Obviously, it's a terrible situation uh, with with what happened with Golden State. Um, But now you're you're coming back a day later, you got Oklahoma City coming in, and the laying three and a half, I do think where the zero comes into play too. And you're talking about laying three and a half, uh, you know, with Oklahoma City versus laying three and a half with the Jazz the other night. You're still around that zero. How many games you know, are falling in between that one to four point range. There's more when you look beyond that. So mm-hmm. playing every all of that together, OKC laying this amount of points to me, uh, just felt a little off unless there, I was expecting this to be five or higher with OKC, um, unless there was anything I needed to be worried about more more with SGA. But, you know, with a clean injury report, I, I'm not going to worry about that, I guess, until there's something to really be worried about. Yep. So good. All right. Friendship. It's the, yep. it's the way to go. Unlike Zach Cohen, who's very unthoughtful and wants to go head to head and do all this uh, this yep. nonsense. You know, can't believe it. Can't believe Said it. Said it on numbers game day. Said I hate JVT. There we go. <laughs> all right. Last two. Memphis Grizzlies on the road against Minnesota Timberwolves. Indiana Pacers on the road against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, spread wise, Timberwolves uh, currently a 12 point favorite across the board against the lowly Grizzlies with the total that got bet down to 214. And on the other end, Sacramento Kings, Indiana Pacers. 
Uh, right now, the spread, Sacramento lands seven and a half with that total at about 247 and a half. I didn't have anything on either of these games, Kelly. I yeah. will note quickly that I do think it's pretty interesting to the point, and I'll tie this into what we just talked about, to the point of Utah being at or near its power rating high. Um, couldn't help but notice the Kings laying the exact same number the Jazz were at home to the Indiana Pacers. So market would tell us that, uh, hey, yeah. Utah and Sacramento – Power rated the same, and I still think there's a small edge towards Sacramento, although they're not playing particularly well. So we'll see if that's really true. But that's the only thing that stuck out. I also think the obvious play was to bet the Grizzlies under their team total or the game under, but the market beat me out there. We're down from 217.5 to 214, so I got priced out pretty quickly. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that would be the only look there in that game for me as well. I'm not going to mess around with – man, Man, rare in today's NBA that you do see a game with a 12-12.5 uh, point spread in the total at 214. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that is a little wild, but yeah, I, I, I got nothing there. Uh, and Pacers Kings, I think that's a great note on the Jazz. I think the only, the only thing is like this number. I mean, as we're recording here, two twenty uh, p.m. Eastern time, eleven twenty a.m. Pacific time. I mean, like, there, who the hell's playing tonight? Do we have any idea who's playing tonight for the Pacers? I mean, like Halliburton's what been upgraded uh, yeah. from, from what I've seen. So there's even a chance he goes tonight. And then, I mean, what Obi Toppin, Siakam. Kendall, yeah, so we have Tyrese Halliburton questionable. All these guys are questionable. I have yep. no idea. Benedict, Aaron, uh, I think Toppin is questionable because he was not part of the deal, if I remember correctly, and yeah, no right. Bruce Brown, right? So we know that because right. Bruce Brown's part of the deal. Um, yeah, it's so a chaotic like, game. It's easy to scratch off, I think. Yeah, exactly. I just, I, I think you're, I, I think you're going to be overthinking this game if you're trying to get involved one way or the or, or if I was going to bet it, I would be waiting until the close and you know exactly who's playing here. Right. Yep. All right, cool. Well, that's easy, simple, and uh, to the point. Remember, everybody out there, like, rate, review, and subscribe. We appreciate it. The The reviews are going up on both the uh, the platforms that we check generally, uh, which is Apple and Spotify. So we always appreciate that. And the reviews and the downloads uh, really help us with our bosses. You know, Just to show that to them and say, hey, we're, we're doing well. We're growing. You got anything else? No, man. That's it. Right. Good luck, all everybody, right. tonight on their bets. Win some money. Cash that's some right. tickets. That's what it's all um, about. Unless, as I always say, you're against us. And then I don't. Right, yeah. Then I hope you lose. I hope you lose every dollar you bet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We appreciate it. Uh, It'll be an early episode. Was that Cohen and myself on Harvard Handicappers on Friday? We'll see you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.